This is a performance fitness podcast. Where jazz hands meet burpees. Pirouettes meet push-ups. And tap springs meet tuck jumps. Talking all things fitness and performing. Celebrating those taking a split leap into both industries. And discussing the challenges we face in both our performing and fitness journeys. My name's Amber Walton. And I'm Tom Strang. Let's start the conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first full-length episode of the Performers Fitness Podcast. We're very excited to finally record our first episode. I know. And we firstly wanted to start by thanking everyone for all the support that they've shown us since we launched our podcast the other day. We've been so overwhelmed and so thrilled by everyone who has followed us, messaged Getting us. Getting engaged in the conversation already. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And answering our polls and yeah, just all the support has been really great as we're so passionate about this. So we're so ready to share it with you. And this podcast is going to talk about all things coronavirus um, lockdown, yes. isn't it? What a better way to start than by addressing the biggest event that's probably ever going to happen in our lifetime. The coronavirus. Because you've not heard that word enough. Pandemic. Um, <laughs> lockdown, lockdown. Quarantine. Quarantine, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're going to bring it right into your ears. But yesterday I was talking to Amber. I'm exchanging all the thousands of voice notes that we do 24-7. And it came to us that how blimmin' amazing are performers in adapting to this situation. And shout out to yeah. everyone who is putting themselves out there, taking up the job of a cashier, stalking the shelves. You know what? I mean, it's just, yeah, just goes to show, amazing. It? Just, just getting in there and doing something completely different that they're not used to doing, putting themselves out there, trying something new and actually being great at it. So well done, Oz. Exactly. And we were just saying like, we ne- we know that we need to do this for our industry to come back and survive. Like we want to be there and ready yeah. to jump straight back in. One thing is can start moving. But in the meantime, we need to stay busy. We need to like do what we can to help and we need money as well. <laughs> exactly. And we're the sort of people that have to be busy all the time because we're so used to working bloody hard to get what we want. So good for us for changing things up being adaptable and readjusting exactly. to our new situation and our new surroundings and also putting up with being at home with our bloody yeah, parents. I know. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, you, there's and one word I'm going to whap out that we get beaten into us at drama school and it's the word resilience. And if there's one time that you that word so right. has come into play, it is right now. And everyone out there, Give yourselves a little pat on the back because you are doing fantastic. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, hell yeah. You don't have to be working out every day. You can sit, like, God, you can have your up days, yeah. your down days. I already feel better at, on a Saturday morning just by saying this. Like, what a positive I know. way to start my weekend. Podcast done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Right. Let's, let's get into this. Let's attack this beast. Okay. So, since we've all now been in this lockdown for what is it eight eight weeks nearly nine weeks by the time we release yeah. this I imagine obviously the way that we've been working out the way that we've been taking dance classes has completely had to shift on its head. Every, 
everything's come online and I don't think to be honest I ever would have been expecting to take a dance class through Instagram <laughs> live I never thought I wouldn't no. I wouldn't see the day where I'd be able to go to pineapple dance studios and do Ashley Nottingham's yeah, jazz class three times exactly. a week I just never thought that was going to be a thing but that is the way that things have adjusted and at first it was a bit Oh, I don't know Confusing. about this. Didn't, yeah, I wasn't really sure about whether I wanted to take a class on Instagram Live without having the feedback of someone in front of me or a mirror, a mirror to follow with yeah. or other people in the room to feed their energy off and to, to, to follow and to copy and to get inspiration from other people who are standing right in front of you. But now it's become the case where actually people started to realise, okay, this is working. This is the only way we're going to be able to do it. This is the future for the time being. This is Mm. the way that things are going to have to be. And now it's got to the point where people are becoming overwhelmed by the amount of available both workouts Workouts, and classes that are available to us. So we Hmm. thought we would make a little poll on our new page at PerformFitPod on Instagram. Take a little plug. And we have had some different... Yeah, very different responses. So we asked our Instagram followers if the availability of home workouts overwhelmed or motivated you. And we ended up at a percentage split of 57% of people saying that it motivated them and 43% of people saying that it overwhelmed them. Which I think is really interesting. So, Amber, what do you think about that result? How do you feel? Do you feel motivated or the opposite? Do you feel overwhelmed? I have gone through phases, personally, of feeling motivated and overwhelmed, depending on the week, how I've been feeling myself, what other jobs and things that I have to do to keep myself busy and my studying, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's still got things that they have to do, like even if it's going to the supermarket and doing the family shop or... And I find that sometimes I can wake up and feel extremely overwhelmed by the fact that it can be like... I can have decided to have a lion one day and think, okay, today I'm going to lie until 9.30. Oh, Oh, dear. (laughs) And then I'll go onto my Instagram and I'll see that five people have posted on their story that they've already done a workout. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, why have I just I've laid in bed till 9.30? I wasn't productive. Yeah, why, why did I waste that hour by sleeping and recovering? Which makes me feel overwhelmed rather than motivated, I personally find. And you're going to do exercise for the wrong reasons after that. Because if you did a workout yeah. later that day, I'm thinking, I am doing this because I didn't get up early enough. And I'm not, I'm not, I do find myself not enjoying it as much if I, yeah, in that yeah. mindset. Yeah, and I've... I feel like, oh God, if they've if they've done that today, then then I need to do that today. And I think, oh God, actually, then it gets to the point where I'm like, oh, I actually ha- now haven't done a dance class mm-hmm. in so long. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh God, well then I should be doing be doing it, but actually maybe I don't want to do it that day. So then the availability of it being there for free, when I'd normally have to pay eight pounds plus a two pound entry fee to take the class is quite we're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves here yeah to take everything and do everything every day yeah so I find I find it quite overwhelming sometimes and then other times 
I can be like, oh my God, I really wanted to take that person's Pilates class, that person's bar class yeah. that I haven't been able to take, or that person's body balance class, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Which I've never been able to do before because, for example, you Tom teach at places that I maybe wouldn't be able to get to 100%. at 6.30 in the morning. And that in that way, it's great because it motivates me to see how other people teach and mm-hmm. the way that the way that they work and a different class that I haven't tried that I then really like. And mm-hmm. I think, oh my God, I'm going to do that again next week. Yeah. And that helps you create a routine, which then helps to keep you motivated. There's so many different things you can talk about because I've really found building that structure to my week because I like having that timetable and the classes that are happening every week, that kind of forms a base or the classes that I'm teaching as well gives me something to work towards. But at the same time, when I log on to social media and I'm scrolling and all I'm seeing is, I don't know, it might just be me, but when I see recorded workouts coming up on my feed, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I, I just don't need to see that. Um, yeah. If it's a story about someone's class or it's a live, if it's a set date and a time, I'm more motivated to do, do that because I'm accountable and everyone's doing it together. Yeah. Whereas... I'm not finding these home workouts that are just recorded and posted very helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe some people do actually enjoy that because they can yeah, just... Yeah, everyone's Yeah, they can do it in their own yeah. time. But I think there is so much on social media and I do wish there was a filter button sometimes that could just cut it all out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I've actually find myself some days actually deleting Instagram off my phone and being like, I need a day off that today. Yeah. I've never felt that before. Uh-huh. And because maybe we are sat at home scrolling through our Instagrams more right now, my screen time has never been so oh hard. Oh my gosh, I know. Maybe sometimes we do just need to just stay off Instagram for a day, stay off Twitter, stay off anything that's making us feel overwhelmed. Yeah. If we need that. And then the next day we can we can get back on it and it could motivate us. Yeah but we've all got to take our time to keep positive. And I really liked what you said about the different kinds of exercises. And I think it's like made us think on our feet about people probably doing more yoga and Pilates than they have ever done and how good that is for you, your body, whether it's for dance or mentally, the benefits of just just doing that physical release of muscles and finding flexibility and... yeah. I think it's really something that should be featured more in drama school. Like drama school is one of the most stressful places for our mind and our bodies. And literally even 20 minutes of yoga in a morning or in an evening. It just, and I've never found that before. Yeah. So this is one maybe huge positive that I think has come out of lockdown is being able to try new things Mm -hmm. and actually, yeah, okay, maybe every class we try isn't going to be great and following new instructors we might not get on with them but when you do find that one class that you really love tom strong's body balance (laughs) it it really it can add something and help us it's that also that um thing of just not having all the equipment of being at a gym and being like body weight what (laughs) or like a resistance band minor on my on the way right now 20 reps of one exercise (laughs) and adjusting and again it's that adapting isn't it to something new um and what is also been good i think generally for performers in the fitness industry is 
how popular bar is going to become even more now yeah. because you do not need all this fancy equipment it's low impact it's not too much on the body but it's still a really good workout and I think going forward not just dancers but the whole of the UK will be more inclined to do things <laughs> like bar as well because they can also do yeah. it at home yeah. and actually maybe this online way of working out might not just be for corona this could be something that really just stay forever because it is possible and people are making progress still in these times i mean it's also fine if we're not making progress it doesn't always have to be about reaching a goal or making considerable Mm -hmm. visible progress from a before and after photo of your lockdown experience like yeah it's not about that it doesn't matter but it is it is possible to keep achieving things in this time if that's what we want it's like running isn't it yeah, yeah. I'm, I, got, I got quite annoyed when I saw people there's been some negative things about people oh suddenly everyone's running now and it's like oh my god yeah I've seen people like getting at people on Strava like oh everyone's suddenly yeah. a Strava wanker yeah like great get on Strava be challenged by someone else's yeah, time exactly exactly like and the amazing 5k nominate five that raised oh, over yeah, three yeah. million pounds for the nhs no yeah, way yeah so i looked it up everyone and it's well <laughs> over that and just something as That's simple amazing and achieving so much as well yeah that i think that is one way of proving how social media is so powerful in terms of fitness yeah. because all it all it t- takes is to nominate five one idea people. it was one person's idea yeah and three million pounds later. Yeah. They originally set the goal for five five thousand pounds. That's all the person wanted to get. Wow. And they did that in four days. And it got people active. And that was right at the beginning of lockdown when everyone was feeling God just so confused about how on earth we were going we were going to survive yeah, this. I know. And that got people up, got people out. Like that is amazing. On a slightly different note, just speaking to friends, having to juggle a workout space at home is one of the challenges as well. That, yeah, that's, that's so one true. thing that you don't get with because run- when you're running, you're out of the house. But how how did you find that environment? Because Amber's been turning her garage into her <laughs> home personal gym, and I've been loving <laughs> the updates what... on the brand new equipment that you're getting delivered. Yeah, I did love my uh, my new workout partner of the huge spider that was yeah. uh, joining me every day. Yeah. That was something something special. And also, I've never had so much jealousy of people who have these amazing gyms in their garages. Oh my gosh, yeah, I know. Like, lucky people. And these stunning yoga studios, Tom yeah, Strand. Yeah, well, I just... <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to see the mess that's not in the screen but um yeah it's it's been really hard i'd say it took nearly six weeks for my equipment that i ordered to be delivered and yeah. some of it still hasn't arrived yeah. like how are we supposed to be then expected to get into an audition room when this is all over when we can't even order a bloody dumbbell to our house and to perform just as well as we did before i, know, I think that's going to be really interesting but yeah the the home gym situation has been a challenge certainly and finding the space and juggling it took me it took me a a while to actually like find the right things i'm just lucky that there was some carpet rolled up in my garage and i was lucky that there was space in my garage to even be able to do that whereas i know if i was still in london in the flat i was living in there it would have been completely impossible and then i would have had no chance to even do a single 
really a single workout or a single dance class. I know. And I think we have to be accepting of, well, I think audition panels are going to have to be accepting of that in the future. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but... Yeah. We're so adaptable, know, but it'll be I know, fine. I know. <laughs> it's that determination and the resilience word, yeah. trying to stay yeah. on top of it. But I am so aware of performers having that day off and it's it's totally, totally fine to be like, I'm not going to yeah. do anything today. My body is not yeah. there and it's not my, my mind just needs needs calm but the main reason I am doing exercise is for that feeling afterwards like that is literally the thing that is if I'm sitting down I'm like right I need to feel good after like I need to do get that endorphin kick and it's literally it is a thing it's so real it's so real the fear even like getting up and after a a 20 minute walk even that just helps so much just getting outside how have you found the um home gym life tom i think i i am lucky that i've got a nice space that i have managed to rejig i think everyone's kind of managed to find their spot in their house that works and teaching online it was i managed to teach weekly um and it was a challenge to kind of work out the best way to do that because I don't want to lose any quality of my teaching just because I'm not physically in front of them. And my pet hate is when I'm teaching, if something goes wrong with the music, something goes wrong with the mic, I feel so guilty that the clients aren't getting the best from the instructor, what they've paid for. So I spent quite a while on that. Um, I, I had to order some form of resistance and I got a standard pump kit. So it's like a barbell that goes up to like, it's got different plates that you can interchange onto it. And yeah, yeah it's fine. Definitely high reps, low weights kind of situation. But um, what I have really enjoyed doing, which you wouldn't necessarily do, is if the sun is shining, taking my workout outside. Yes, um, that's very which true. Which is really enjoyable. Um, but I've not been that lucky up in the Highlands of Scotland. But um, when it has been sunny, I have. Still getting a blizzard in Yeah, May. I know. I have been watching the <laughs> snowfall whilst teaching body balance. So... I, I am I do feel lucky with the space that I've got because I know that if you're doing yoga and you, or you finish with a sort of relaxation mindfulness and if you've got your parents working they're on a phone call people just yeah. don't understand or you're if you're singing at home the pressures oh. of like you've got your parents listening next door if you're trying and to your do, next door neighbors yeah and your next door neighbors <laughs> and you're doing some <laughs> acting or it's just a self tape with a doing a self-tape with your mum yeah oh wow I know so so many things to juggle (laughs) but tell you what I was actually just thinking as well when you like when you go into the gym when you step into a gym or you step into a dance studio or an audition you automatically just enter a different headspace you're in a completely different aspect like you're away from home you walk in and you are there for that session for that hour for that hour and a half just purely focusing on yourself and your body and that's partly why I love the gym dance Uh, and the gym so much because you're you're just you're just concentrated on you yeah Yeah. you're on your way yeah Yeah. you're there for your own little world and it's just about you for that time and at home when your mum's walking in halfway through your meditation with your washing Yes, thank you, Mum, for washing what my leggings. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. But like, it's not quite the same. 
And that is definitely a challenge, I think. Like, when you're going full out on on someone's routine from an Instagram live and you see your parents looking out the window at you like, oh, I haven't seen you dance like that for a while, Amber. It's like, I know, I am working right now. I love that you're interested in what I'm doing and I really love that. And it's great that I'm here with you. Yeah. But this is my time. Yeah. I'm working from home right <laughs> I'm now. I'm at work. Yeah. I'm not coming and looking at your spreadsheets at your computer being like, hmm, <laughs> those are some nice figures there. You're doing well today. You know what I mean? Like it's, it is, it's that, isn't it? Yeah. And even fitness, yeah. I think, is part of our job. I know that might be controversial, but I don't know. It's keeping fit. It's that space as yeah, well. It, I yeah. hate exercising with anyone in the same room or near me or unless they are exercising too. I just can't stand it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's, it does feel slightly odd when you're going full out in some burpees, some mountain climbers or, or like dance. some pirouettes yeah. <laughs> or all the, all the tap dance. And your mum sat there like with a coffee, reading a magazine. Yeah. yeah. You just, it's just not quite no, the same, not, is it? No. no, no. <laughs> Which all nicely leads us onto our second poll, Amber. So we asked our followers, do you think professional performers, creatives and fitness instructors should work for free during lockdown? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Now this has caused quite a few, uh, spurred quite a few opinions coming across, which we love. So if we ever post any of these again, please let us know. You can send us your opinions. We want to hear what you've got to say. Don't just click that button. You tell us what you think as well. (laughs) Okay, so the results were 24% of people said they should work for free and a whopping 76% of people said they shouldn't work for free. But this contradicts to what I am seeing online, Amber, doesn't it? That is so true. It's such a complicated issue because I think when lockdown started, everyone was like, well, we all have to help each other. It's amazing. Let's give what we can to support everyone. And one of the best things about our industry is how how much we care about everyone and how everyone makes each other stronger. And but you have to be able to make a living as well if you can. And if the government's saying if you can still work, work then what do you do? Exactly. It is very, very difficult because obviously the people who are taking the classes know that it's a, it's a very different situation. They're not necessarily able to give one-to-one feedback or hands-on corrections or individual feedback because it's impossible through something like Instagram Live, even Zoom, if you have more than 20 people taking your class, you can't flick between the two mm-hmm. and be looking at 20 different screens at the same time as teaching. So in that sense, yes, okay, maybe instructors are thinking, okay, maybe I shouldn't be charging as much or I'm not paying rent for for my studio. I think one way that has been a good way of getting around this is that instructors have been doing donation based classes, which is is a lovely way of doing it, I think, because it's then saying to people who are able mm-hmm. to contribute, they can pay what they can. Yeah. And then if you can't, you're still able to do their workout. You maybe don't feel quite as mm-hmm. guilty about the fact you haven't paid them. And 
they're offering themselves out there for maybe other reasons of gain. Because, for example, I've been doing a brilliant Pilates class, which I wasn't able to take before. Yeah. Or I didn't really know if I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily want to pay £18. But well, it is at some places to take a Pilates class. More. Whereas, yeah. Whereas now I know, after doing this person's class multiple times... But I love it and I want to do it again. So maybe now I will pay £18 to do her class because it's fantastic. Shout out Harriet Heath (laughs) at Harriet Heath on Instagram. She's fantastic. (laughs) And I've seen a lot of other people who have been doing free workouts who have gained a lot of followers or they might have gained some new clients or in a dance in a dance way, they might actually then have a following of people who would take their class at Pineapple Dance Studios and therefore it's worth them paying to rent out a studio, which then also keeps Pineapple Dance Studios up and running when all this is over. Yeah, I do. I think I think as we hopefully approach the end phase, it'll be so interesting to see how things adjust afterwards. Yeah. And because I've I've had people being like, look, I know we're not paying for this class right now and it's amazing. Thank you so much. But... I'm one things get moving and I would definitely pay to do this yeah and would you still teach via zoom after this is finished and it's making me think well I could schedule another time where I don't have to leave my house at night to go to a central gym in London um and keep something going that has started from this um so yeah, yeah it's it's really finding that balance and I've been torn with the idea because my parents are so business orientated. They just don't think you should be doing something for free if you have invested in yourself. The time that goes into planning these classes as well. The fact that for a really good class, how much preparation and how much skill you've developed over years of instructing to get to the point that you are and to deliver a class that is really up there and... It's it's blooming hard to be a good instructor yeah. and to find that connection still with participants, even though you're not maybe seeing their full body or you're maybe not even seeing them, finding that connection through a webcam um, and still giving them a good experience. It's it's a skill yeah. in itself. And I think that's been it's been fun to develop that personally and yeah. watch other people do amazing things as well yeah it's just going to be so interesting one more thing on this is I do yeah. think there needs to be some policing of what constitutes of being qualified yeah it's it's a tricky one isn't it because I think it's amazing people are finding a passion for fitness in a time like this where yeah. there's some accounts I just wish people almost said on their bio level two level three so I know because I'm looking at people who are posting these recorded workouts and it just says I'm a dancer for the royal ballet you know what I mean or like I'm this and yeah I'm sure you know how to do a bicep curl and everything but have you got insurance um for those that are going to do your workouts and are you fully qualified yeah it's it's almost like Instagram has become a a register for (laughs) fitness professionals Like, we don't need the Simspa no, we don't or need reps. the reps, yeah, reps anymore. Yeah. Because if you've got it in your Instagram bio, it means you're qualified. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. No. It's, it's a very strange thing because 
just because someone's got 100,000 followers doesn't on Instagram... Doesn't mean that they're going to be good at teaching a hit workout. Doesn't mean that they're a good teacher. It might mean that they're very good at taking a good picture. And we're all guilty of it. Like, I'm guilty of it. Like, taking a photo where I know it's like everyone a that great wants angle. everyone don't they? You know? But, like, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything. And I think that also links back to the beginning of the podcast where we're talking about being overwhelmed. That is something that is very overwhelming to see and to compare yourself to and it's completely unnecessary yeah and it's we i think as a generation need to be able to learn to take a step back from that and say that's instagram that is real life that isn't real life (laughs) you almost said it there that is not (laughs) that is real life (laughs) so the takeaway point from that if someone's got a hundred thousand followers it doesn't mean they're a good fitness instructor they might be they might be but also they might not be and we definitely want to on our next episode, um, we're, we definitely want to keep the theme of social media going and yeah. how we use that in performing, in fitness, and how it affects, affects us. And we're speaking to one of our good friends, Rhiannon Bailey, who is doing that combination of both at the same time. And she's, she has been on it with all of the workouts yeah. at home and yeah. her hashtag daily Bailey workouts. And yeah, we just, I'm really excited to see, yeah. actually ask her, her opinions and everything. And yeah, agreed. I think it's going to be very interesting for, for all of us. Yeah, I know. Very excited. Okay, so we've discussed our polls. We've discussed our coronavirus. We could have gone on for I hours. Think... <laughs> oh, we could have gone for hours. hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> but... I feel like the main takeaway from this is that right now we are we are in a, a completely alienating unprecedented time. times. <laughs> yeah, that is never ever going to happen again in our life and it's something that we're going to look back on in 30 years time and be like, "Oh my god, 2020. What a year yeah, that was." Yeah. So, we've just got to take it as it comes. We've got to take each day. If we wake up and we feel motivated that day, great. Yeah. If we wake up and we feel overwhelmed the next day... Take a break. That's fine. Put your phone Go down. for a walk. Yeah. Ha- maybe get rid of Instagram for the day. Have a nice lunch. Call a friend. Yeah. And Stay don't connected. feel pressured by someone's Instagram story that's posted them doing a really great class that I'm sure was fantastic. And congrats to them for doing it. But it doesn't matter if you did it one day. And you don't want to do it the next day. Mm-hmm. And please, please, when you're listening to this, if you have anything to say, we want to hear it. Because if we think we've missed yeah. something out, we're trying to have a really balanced discussion on here. And yeah. everyone's opinion is totally valid. And as Amber just said, because these times are totally unprecedented and we've never seen them before, what is yeah. right and what is wrong? Because no one's written the rules, have they? Because... It's exactly. everything has literally had to be thought on its feet for us to yeah, survive we're f- and we're finding out for ourselves yeah, right now exactly what works and what doesn't yeah. and again well done you for staying adaptable and rolling with it yeah we are all doing great even if you don't feel it one day but you do the yeah. next day we've just got to try and try and stay positive and be thankful for our bodies for getting us through this be thankful that we're not in a hospital with coronavirus right now because there's plenty of people that are and be thankful to fitness and having a passion that we're still able to 
to practice to access if we want to so thank you so much everyone for listening and we are so excited to keep this going and yeah talk about more and more get get in touch get in touch keep sharing keep your eyes peeled for our next episode which will be coming very soon featuring the lovely Rhiannon and Charlotte Bailey. Whether you're listening to this after a final recall or currently en route to teach your 7am Pilates class. We want to thank you for choosing to listen to the Performance Fitness Podcast. Please subscribe to stay up to date with all our current episodes and share on your social media to spread the conversation far and wide. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PerformFitPod. Or feel free to email performfitpod at outlook.com. We'd love to hear what you've got to say. My name's Tom Strang. And I'm Amber Walton. See you next time. 